guys, welcome back to the 20th episode of the Big Boy Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Chachka. I'm Sergeant Anderson, and today we have a special guest. We have Jeff Walling. He is the owner of uh, Zoe's Dojo. He also runs the Ugly Sweater Classic that happens in December for the past three years. Three years in uh, the Albany Fairgrounds, uh, two more before that, just goofing around the cul-de-sac, but yep. it got a little big. Yeah, so... Um, Today we're just going to learn about Jeff. He runs pretty much the best show in the Northwest right now. Um, and it, it it can be seen. I mean, the show sold out in, what, four hours? Four hours, yeah. <laughs> four Nine, hours this athletes, year. So and last year sold out in four days. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's ridiculous. It's awesome. So uh, how about you like, let them know uh, who you are and what you do? And So Jeff Walling, um, I run and own Zoe's Dojo. Um, and then like Sturge said, run the ugly sweater classic in Albany, Oregon, um, at the fairgrounds been doing strongman for the last four or five years, mostly out of, uh, the house. Um, it started getting a little bit too big there, uh, five years ago. Um, it just kept progressively getting bigger and bigger. And, uh, wife and I decided that we need to find a new avenue, um, after we had about 60 people in our cul-de-sac for a <laughs> summer event. So that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, no, I mean, we go down there and train almost every Saturday and there's usually 10 to 15 people there, which yeah. is, that's it, crazy. You know what I mean? It's, it's definitely fun. And then, you know, of course when summer rolls around, it's, it's not, uh, uncommon to have, you know, 20 or 30 people. And, yeah. Um, Definitely a lot funner in summertime, so. Yeah, I mean, just lifting for four hours, you know. <laughs> fucking giving each other shit and then just hitting the PRs. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just pushing everybody. It's good. It's always a good time. Um, so, yeah, how'd you get into Strongman? So, um, the whole story with uh, Zoe's Dojo, um, it actually started as uh, kind of a joke. So... About five years ago, I decided to get away from uh, commercial gyms, wanted to do my own thing. Um, so I started just buying um, more and more and more equipment um, whenever I could find a good deal or anything like that. Uh, so actually, it was uh, Spencer's dad, Mark, that was making a joke about uh, with Zoe being my daughter He's, he said that there goes uh, Zoe's college fund, so you might as well call it Zoe's Dojo, and then it kind of just stuck from that. So <laughs> Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. And then, yeah, I mean, as far as the Ugly Sweater Classic, uh, same thing. It was, you know, Spencer Cooper, Trevor, Keegan, and myself. Uh, it was one, one Saturday that uh, – we wanted to all lift, and we just thought it would be funny for all of us to get ugly sweaters, and we made up a little mock meet, um, you know, had different events, car deadlift and sandbag toss and log. Um, then the following year, we got a bunch more people um, from a local CrossFit gym in Dallas, and uh, I think there was 15 the second year, um, did some truck pulls, um harness and hand over hand um, back to the tire and then uh, had the had the summer one which I don't know I don't think you were at that one no um, so there was 
a few people that we invited to that um, ran another mock meet uh, with a bus pull from uh, one of my buddies that has a duck bus, uh, party bus, um, along with some other events. Well, when people brought their friends, family, and everything else, we had uh, pretty much the whole cul-de-sac filled with people. And so after that, uh, wife and I decided that we need to start looking at other avenues for <laughs> for venues. <laughs> <Nice>. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, in turn, that December was uh, the first sanctioned uh, USS Ugly Sweater Classic. Um, That's when I met you guys. Was, yep. That was my first show. Yep. Yeah. Very happy to have you. And, uh, that was fun. That was a very fun show. Uh, I mean, the day I signed up, I think you reached out to me and you're like, you know, for training, you know, all yeah. this stuff. And that, that was kind of cool. I was kind of, well, back then I was still get, getting into the sports. I was nervous and didn't really know what to talk to people and all that stuff. But That was your first event too, right? Yeah, that was my first show I ever did. And I mean, I don't think I could have done a better show. Yeah. It, it was very well ran. I and yeah, it, it was great. I mean, I was the only person competing in the teen heavyweights, yeah. but it was it was still a very cool experience. And, uh, um, yeah, grateful for it. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now without being able to come down and train with all the equipment that you have. And I appreciate that. All that. And uh, that was the one thing. Um, I just – I love the sport so much. So all the guys that we can have over to grow the family – um, I always try to have the equipment of stuff that's going to be coming up in future events, whether it's nationals or local events, um, just to try to give um, the guys that come down and, and support me um, enough to get back to get used to the events that they're going to be training for. So Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's a great atmosphere down at your gym and – being able to meet, I've pretty much everybody that I've competed against, I've met a lot of them. I met down at your place, yeah. which is, which is kind of cool. Being able to meet somebody before you go against them yeah. in the competition, it's yeah. it's kind of nice knowing what that person's like before you get to, you know, destroy them in a competition. And yeah. that's and that's what I love about it too, because you know, uh, I've never competed at a sport where you could be in second place going up to do your event and the guy in first place is cheering you on. Yeah. yeah. It is the it is the weirdest thing, but that's why I love this sport more than anything else that I've ever competed in. Yeah, I honestly I didn't know there was such a thing as a sport where the other athletes like that you're going against actually support you. Yeah. Cuz I I'd, I'd always done basketball, baseball, football, right? And football's very competitive. Like, even against your teammates, like, not a lot of the time they're supporting you, yeah. you know? So, used to that negativity. But once I got into this sport and there's, like, the people that I'm going against are actually helping me with, like, what equipment I need and what what kind of gear I need to wear for this event and all that stuff is – it's very weird. Yeah. Very and weird, but it's awesome at the same time. Awesome. And yeah. most people, like, even that I've met have been super nice. and Yeah. That's good. Even the people who, like – look like they're assholes are yeah. some of the nicest people. They're just determined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just in that, in that set, you know, I, yeah. I know it's always funny. Cause, uh, you know, 
Brian Brian's that way, but he's just you know when he it's game mode, you know he's got his game face on. Yeah. But he is the nicest guy that I've ever met in my life. I was so intimidated by Brian the first time <laughs> I met him, and like once I actually started talking to him and then competed against him, he's like one of the nicest guys I've ever he's met. He's the nicest guy. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's crazy how this sport is. Um, yeah. So, what five years ago is when you started doing strongman? Five years ago, yeah. So, uh, same thing. If you don't know, and I'm gonna probably get mocked for this. Before this, I did compete in CrossFit for a while. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, you know, some of the odd odd object stuff is kind of what veered me into this way, and then actually definitely having it at the house and being able to make some of my own stuff—the Atlas stones, the Husafell, yeah. that type of thing. Uh, got me in a strong man. And like I said, the CrossFit is, is fun and it's close to strong man. And I always get, you know, beat on that too, but it, it is kind of the same thing. You got to be good at everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got to be, you got to be able to, you know, last the 60 seconds, 90 seconds in an event for max reps. And then the next time you got to be pulling a max deadlift. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, the the atmosphere in the strongman community, just like we said, is is nothing compared to anything else. I mean. Yeah, I, I've started to notice that in like the Rug Invitational and stuff. They start adding strongman events like the log press. Yep. That was an insane event to watch the CrossFitters do with the log press. Because you see so many different techniques of people just trying to get the log up to their chest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's cool to see. It's cool to see that two sports are mixing in, in and out with each other. But even to that, so go back into the 2017 CrossFit Games. Um, they had the the Farmers, which is actually the Slaters that I have, came from there. Oh, okay. Um, so they had, it was a yoke and very heavy yoke for, I mean, body weight. Um, and then Farmers and then very heavy sled. So they've kind of had some of that stuff in there before. Not necessarily as long as Strongman has, but um, I know that's always a touchy sub- subject in the yeah. old Strongman world. But uh, whether you like it or not, it's the truth. So you know <laughs> the one thing I the one thing I don't like is that CrossFit's starting to leak into Strongman now. That I've started to see that with the competitions I'm doing this year, like yeah, the, the bike, the <laughs> bike. Um, I'm not complaining. It's just yeah. I hope they do it correct. You know what I mean? Because different yeah. bikes calculate calories differently. Big time. And that's what I've been talking to a few different people because whether you have the Echo Bike, Assault Bike, or Schwinn, the Aerodyne, um, they definitely calculate the calories yeah. differently. So um, I would imagine they would get, they're going to have all the same across the board or at least per weight class. Um, I kind of like – I mean, once again, it's not the uh, – not the best of what everyone wants to hear, but it is nice seeing that stuff. Maybe not necessarily in the competition, but uh, I think the conditioning aspect of things yeah. is very good, um, especially with the heart problems and stuff that you can have. Um, but uh, Yeah, no, I've been – personally, I've been doing a lot of cardio recently. I've been doing bike pretty much every day um, just to help out with everything else, you know. I mean – like the other day, I did I did, I did sandbag carries with a three or two hundred seventy pound bag. It was like six hundred and forty feet in ten minutes, and I wouldn't have been able to do that six months ago. Yeah, 
And I mean, my rest, my resting heart rate's gone down a lot and just being able to do cardio and have access to like a rug, like a bike or just treadmills or any of that. Tie your shoes. Tie your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have never lost my ability to tie my shoes, which well, I'm, good. I'm happy about. I hope I never lose that ability. Yeah. It is hard to put socks on though. That's yeah. the hardest part about. Especially after dressed. deadlift day. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> De- yeah. Um, but you don't only do strongman. You also do grip competitions. Uh, you and your wife. Yep. Want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So we both do grip competitions. Uh, the guys out at Couch Potato, Frank and Adam, up in Vancouver, uh, got us into that. Um, and actually, the first year, my wife ended up actually getting an invite to the Arnold and took fourth out there, which was really cool. So um, Arnold is a is a fun fun event to go to. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think this year we'll probably do, um, King Kong for sure for the grip comp and then, uh, rolling thunder championship, which is a, um, memorial one for, uh, Todd B craft. Um, but I think that one probably be Saxon bar. So the square one, okay, man. uh, Apollon's axle. So your regular two inch axle. Uh, Rolling Thunder, and then probably uh, some sort of gripper event, so Silver Bullet or or something like that with the medallion. Yeah, that'll be cool. Um, I've dabbled in to some grip stuff, but I'm not as good as anybody. You know, um, it's definitely it's hard, but it transfers over so well to strongman. Yep. There's so many grip events. Like in your competition there's, this year, there's going to be a Denny Stone hold, which are heavier than the actual Denny Stones, yep. which is ridiculous. But that, you also have Farmer's Carry. You have um, um, uh, Frame Carry. You have all these yeah. different events that you need to have good grip for and being able to have access like you do to all these different grip impl- implements is very, uh, very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the grip is definitely a big thing. Like you said, I mean, the farmers, I mean, even – you could even argue with the sandbags and, um, you know, natural stones if you're not yeah. allowing full tacky. So, um, so uh, what do you, like, do during, like, a grip, like, contest? Because I've never seen any, like, actual grip contest. So, there, there's usually two different platforms. Um, like, King Kong's usually uh, rising bar. And you get four attempts, just kind of like how we would do in strongman. Well, strongman's usually three attempts, but um, you'll have four different attempts to pick your weights, um, or it could be just straight uh, rising bar unlimited attempts. Um, that's usually how Rolling Thunder Championship is. And then usually, well, once again, it could be two different ways. You could go to full lockout on your lift, or they'll set up little crossbars and um, a little metal peg, and once you hit that crossbar, you can set it down um, to have a good lift. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I've never seen I've never seen a grip contest either, but um, I know we we dabbled with that uh, that bar that you lift up to, and yeah, all that stuff, and yeah, no grips grips interesting. I like strongman more though. But. Yeah, strongman's fun. Yeah, strongman's fun. That's what Frank and I were talking yesterday. Uh, getting ready for rolling thunder and King Kong and get those dates set. Cause, um, there's getting to be more and more promoters in the Pacific Northwest, which is, um, 
kind of what I wanted more than anything. Everyone asks, you know, how many more comps are you going to run, you know, besides Ugly Sweater? Um, but the fact of the matter is Ugly Sweater, I, you know, we started this early with it, and I'm literally doing something almost every single day for it. So I don't have much more time. So if we could have more promoters running more pro, you know, um, more events, then I would rather see that, you know, whatever knowledge I have that I can pass off to somebody else to help them out and help them grow. Um, Because, yeah, running an event is a lot of work, um, but it's it's a good feeling, too. There's a lot that I get out of it. I love seeing you guys compete. I love seeing, you know, hit PRs or, you know, I mean, especially, you know, the the big circus dumbbell this last year, um, people hitting that that didn't think they were going to hit it. I mean, that I like that stuff. So yeah. people just having fun. I think it's cool with your competition how, um, well, obviously it's been getting bigger every year, but even this year there's now a pro category for United States Strongman, which yes. I, that's brand new this year, right? That's brand new. So USS just implemented, I believe this last year, um, they're having a pro circuit. So how it normally works is if there's six or more people in the class, if the guy that wins the whole thing doesn't zero any events, they get a pro status. They get an invitation to pro nationals. Uh, the top three there, I believe now Willie has put in that they get their pro card there. The top winner, though, which is something that I don't believe anybody else does, gets to be a paid contract athlete, um, which is huge. That's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Um, what is nice about Ugly Sweater, we have so many people in the pro class. Uh, Willie just let me know the other day because we're eight have 18 athletes. If we can maintain that, um, which is sometimes hard, yeah, because uh, of injuries and sickness and all that stuff. But if we maintain over that 18 athlete, he'll take uh, top three, uh, which is huge That's because huge. I don't think any other event has that. I know some are getting into the 12, 14 mark and they're taking top two. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 18 is a huge, huge class. I'm so excited. That just shows how well your competition has done in the, in the past years. I mean, last year you had, what, over 30 sponsors or something like that? It was yeah, insane. We had, we had a bunch of sponsors in there jumping back on this year and helping out with the pro class because pro class has a cash prize as well. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, – that's a big help because otherwise er- everything else has always been self-funded. So yeah. um, it's nice to have a little bit of that extra in there. And um, absolutely love Ken from Cerberus because he's been there from day one for me, always supportive. And, you know, I mean, he didn't know me from anybody else at the beginning and um, always been there. And, you know, I, he outdid himself even more so this year. So um cannot thank him enough so i it just goes to show for me anyway um i mean the the ones that are out there to support you i like to support back because once again i mean most of these people don't even know who i am yeah um so for them to you know make that leap you know is is says a lot yeah 100 percent. yeah and i'm full for it I'm I'm honored this year to be able to sponsor your competition. I'm very which, excited that you're part of it. Yeah, so. I I, uh, 
I'm excited. If you, if you I guys love that know. we're matching this year. Yeah, that, that's the best part. We're matching today, but for those of you guys who don't know, because we haven't talked about it on the podcast, uh, I started my own apparel company. It's called Prehistoric Strength. It'll tie into my gym once we moved out in Texas. Um, yeah, and we're sponsoring the Ugly Sweater Classic this year, which I'm very excited about. I'm very and, excited about that. Um, yeah, no, it's it's pretty dope. Um. So besides the besides running competitions, you also do competitions. Uh, what competitions are you doing this year? So I will be doing Oregon Strongest Man again in three weeks. Um, I'll have the showdown the weekend after that, and then I believe uh, the Dornbecker deadlift up at Hardcore Barbell will be the weekend after that, and then I go on vacation finally. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah. I was thinking about doing that one because that's a deadlift and a circus dumbbell, right? Yep, deadlift and circus dumbbell. I believe it got switched to a 13-inch this year deadlift, um, which is definitely my weakest spot. But yeah, that's, that's terrible. That's uh, <laughs> that's besides the point. It's for a good cause. So yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be up there. Um, and then the the biggest one that I'm really looking forward to is in May uh, in Boise, Idaho. Uh, Idaho Championship, which they will have a pro class as well. I'll be doing uh, 220 and under um, because I'd like to get uh, a national invite for 220 class. I haven't haven't went to nationals for that yet, so um, that'd be cool. That, that's my goal for this year. Nice. Oh yeah. Um, personally, I the only competition I have scheduled is the Rainier Classic. That'd be good. One. So I'm putting all my focus into that. Yeah. Um, I, it's really good events for me, yeah. which I'm excited for. So, um, see what happens with that. Um, but I don't have a lot of competitions lined up because we're moving, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the online qualifiers, if they have those this year for OSG and the Shaw, and you know, attempt those. I was going to say, do those definitely because uh, <laughs> I think you're more than ready for that next step. I mean, yeah, um, just to get my name out there, you know. I yeah, mean, to be yeah. able to go at, if I can qualify for OSG at 20 years old. Oh yeah. You know how crazy that would be? That'd be insane. Yeah. And just I mean, the way that you're tearing up these local competitions, I mean, there there's no there's no reason that you couldn't be doing OSG or the Arnold or um, you know, I mean, Shock Classic now that they're opening up more yeah. spots and stuff for that. So, um, definitely see that in your future. I mean, even just looking at last year's weights and comparing to where I am at right now, not saying that when that competition was happening, I would have been at that level, but looking at those weights, like... Yeah, you're there. The, especially the circus dumbbell. Like, I was surprised how light the circus dumbbell run w was, and seeing, like, Lucas Hatton just go through that in, like, nine seconds was insane. Yeah, it's just nuts. Yeah. He's a phenomenal presser. Yeah, so I'm excited for those. Um other than that, I don't really have any other competitions lined up. I might do that Dornbecker one. Yeah, you should. You, you can still one. sign up for that, right? Yeah, I I usually just sign up when I get up there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll I'll definitely be at that one. Um, I missed out last year. I didn't do that. Wish I would have. It was a it was a fun one for sure. It was at uh, eighteen inch silver dollar last year, so there was some. Uh, I think. Three poles above a thousand, which is cool. And then somebody somebody attempted the world record, right? Yes. Wasn't it Sean? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sean Sean tried it for the world record. Um, I was actually behind him spotting. So yeah. But 
it'll be there soon. I'm I'm excited once again for ugly sweater because uh, there'll be a chance for national record on that too for 18 inch deadlift. So Pro Class will be doing some Hummer tires on a custom uh, giant 14 foot Ohio Power Bar. So it's gonna be badass be fun. Yeah, I think that's the coolest thing on like your Instagram watching people with those Hummer tires. <laughs> yeah, I love watching those. Yeah. And See, you got to come over and give her a shot. Yeah. So it's a little sketchy doing it in a tiny garage where, like, if you roll forward, <laughs> you're gonna hit somebody or something. Yeah, it's, that's a little sketchy. But other than that, it's it's very it's a very fun lift. Yeah. And depending on how this year goes with the gym and that, I think maybe next year I'll try an event or two. Yeah, yeah, no, that'd be dope. You should. Yeah, I mean, because like I tell everybody when they're getting into it, I mean, what what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, you have you have fun. You yeah. Know? I mean, there's never been anybody that I've seen anyway or heard from that said, I wish I didn't do that competition. Yeah. Whether they're, you know, been lifting all their life or they, you know, I've got a couple buddies that, you know, just started back up about six months ago and they're way far, farther than I, you know, was picturing them at this point. Um, They hit some comp weights the other day and, and, you know, same thing. It's like, there's no negative to it. No. You just meet more people. That's the best part about the, the competitions. And you're making yourself better because you're, you know, getting into fitness. You're getting yeah. healthy, you know. Even though some people say that strongman isn't healthy. They're, I think people, when they talk about that, they're talking about, you know, the usage of yeah. substance, substances and yeah. shit. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, there's always the, – the events are always awesome, whether – Right now, even if you're looking at them, if you can't do them, it gives you that target, and you would be surprised um, by the time that competition comes up how far along you are yeah. if you're not already there. I mean, things that, you know, I thought for people that would be impossible, um, I mean, just last night, you know, John, uh, he's got a 900-pound yoke, yeah. and he takes it for a walk yesterday, and that's going to be that's going to be his comp weight, you know. And then he, then right after that, he hits a deficit that's ten pounds more than over his, than his regular floor, deadlift. Yeah, yeah, his regular deadlift. <laughs> so once you have that idea in your mind, it's the same thing. And that's why I love having Sturgeon, the other guys over the house. Once you see somebody do that feat of strength, then it becomes possible. You know, same thing with you know the runners and stuff like that. Once somebody hits you know, under five minute mile and all this stuff, then everyone starts doing it because now it's, you know, is in their mind attainable. You know? Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Um, and I mean, when we move to Texas, we'll have access to gyms, uh, whether, whether or not we open up a gym right when we get down there and stuff. But <laughs> I think it'd be cool if like next year you signed up for the ugly sweater and then we just fly up to, yeah, Oregon That'd be to awesome. do that. That's what I'm doing this year because yeah. we're planning on moving before that competition happens. So flying back up here won't be that bad, and we'll be able be able to see people that we haven't seen in a while when we do that. Yeah, so. no, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I'd love to have you guys any anytime you're around when you yeah. after you leave. So you're always welcome. No, but I'm uh, I'm very impressed with some of the people's trainings that like we train with. Like Troy has been making huge gains. Yeah. He did an 840 pound yoke the other day, like it was nothing. 
Are you like? Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Between that, his deadlift, and then his his log. You know. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting there, you know, joking about him about being good at catching the log, and then now he's push pressing it with ease and three hundred pounds. I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. It's crazy. Him, um, John. John's been making huge gains. Adam, all those guys. And then, yeah, Spencer's just a freak. But, yeah, that's yeah. Like besides the point. Spencer's insane. <laughs> yeah. That 1,000-pound Hummer tire dead of, like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. 585 on deficits last night. So, that's that's nuts. Brian, too, the past couple months. He's Brian's getting past six, eight big. months, yeah. Yeah. Huge it's, gains. It's awesome. So, I'll be flying out with him uh, in Texas, I think, a week after Nationals. It'll be his first pro show. Um, nice. So, I I just want to go out there and and uh, try to help him out as much as he can, keep his mind clear, and uh, he he's there's big things coming for him too. So is it USS Nationals or not Nationals, but USS? It show? is USS. Yeah. yeah. So it used to be Europa. They call it uh, Fit Games or something now. Uh, what is nice is the majority of those lifts events are pretty close to Ugly Sweater. Okay. Um, so he can literally be training for both pro classes and uh, you know, kill two birds with one stone. So Nice. Is he, uh, is he doing the Rainier too? I thought he was talking about he, doing that. He might be doing Rainier. We were talking about that, um, both of us going up there. Still still a little bit up in the air. Yeah. Um, that's, that's in a weird time if he's doing multiple shows, but that would be yeah. really cool to compete against him if he's playing on doing the amateurs or if yeah. he's doing the pro-am. But Yeah, that would uh, – that that's definitely another high-caliber one in the Pacific Northwest for yes. sure. So I was thinking about signing up for the pro-am, but, I mean, to have the opportunity to qualify for the Arnold Amateurs in 2024, yeah. I can't pass that yeah. up, you know. When I was so close last year to getting it, I mean – yeah. Why not try again this year, you know? Yeah, I wish – that is one thing I wish with USS there was more avenues of that. Yes. Um, but with this this pro circuit thing coming up and a few conversations I've had with Willie, I could see um, there's going to be different things coming down the pipeline. So, yeah. I know Clash jumped on with them and Strength Elite and stuff like that. So, um, trying to get uh, something else going down there as well. It would be cool to qualify for big shows through USS eventually. Yeah, yeah I'm guessing in the next couple of years they'll probably have that, which that would be great because I feel like with the Strongman Corporation, there's not a whole lot of shows that qualify you for, like, the Arnolds or anything. You yeah, know? they have to be very large caliber ones like Rainier. Yeah. Um, and then you have to have a lot of people in the classes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So – that's what makes it hard, but once again, it's nice to see um, the influx of new strongman competitors and stuff like that. So I think we're going to see more and more uh, shows selling out and everything, um, which is going to be going to be huge. Yeah, I feel like over the last couple of years, strongman has become like way bigger in the U.S. in general. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because we're so involved with it now, yeah, it's or like eat, sleep. <laughs> but I, I just see so much strongman content now. I, did, I don't know if it was just always there and it was just never in my feed or whatnot. It's an algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I, I don't know, but I feel like it's gone massive in the past couple of years. Yeah, um, I, I think so too. And and same thing. Um, once again, shun me, whatever. But having more stuff going into CrossFit is bringing light to that and once 
unfortunately, once money gets dumped into it, like Rogue's doing and stuff like that, that's always, unfortunately, what makes things grow. So I'm wondering if it's some of that as well. Yeah. Um, because once there's more cash prize, once there's more advertisement, um, big names like Shaw and mm-hmm. Rogue and um, stepping up to the plate, then, yeah, they're going to have. I think the Rogue Invitational brought a lot of people into Strongman. I think so because it's only, I mean, Strongman's only been in there for two years, but I feel like there's a lot of people who go watch the Rogue Invitational are also, are now there for the Strongman event. That seems like, even though CrossFit is like the main event, it also seems sometimes that Strongman is the main event of the, of the Rogue Invitational, which is cool to see. And they're very, um, they're very, what's the right word? I guess I'll, I'll say cool. They're very cool with their designs of their equipment that they use. That's what another thing that I love about the sport is it's so visually appealing. Yes. Um, It is great for the spectators. You know, nobody really cares how, well, they'll still ask sometimes, but, you know, how heavy the implement is. But it's just cool that they're deadlifting a car or pulling a couple uh, monster trucks or, I mean, it just is, is cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. Strongman, Strongman is such a cool sport. Um, yeah, like last year during the rain here, I think the the truck pull was definitely the best. Oh, that was fun. That was, that cool. was awesome. Because it, it was fun because, well, for me as an athlete, it was fun because it was so hard, and there was nobody getting it past that that hill yeah. Yeah. right at the very yeah, end. Until like, you, man. Sturgeon it, was the only. I was the only person. Well, besides that that uh, that other guy that got it, um, he got it like right at sixty seconds. Um, but I was the first person to get that truck. Yeah. And it was just, it was so cool because it was the hardest thing I've ever done. I think. Yeah. And I, every there, everyone there was cheering for you. I think, I, yeah. I feel like the truck was heavier than they said that, that it was. I, I really do. Cause it was, it was heavy. It looked, it looked very heavy. Yeah. It looked, uh, it looked rough. I think the cool thing was, I don't think anybody thought anybody was going to get that truck. I don't yeah. think anybody there did. Yeah. And to go up there and just, do it in fucking 48 seconds. It was was pretty badass. That was awesome. It was yeah. awesome to watch. So I mean, can, can we do a top five? Have you done a top five of specialty bars or barbells? Or no, I have not. Gym Let's equipment? or So I, Brittany and I were talking about this this morning because she's like, well, what if they ask you a top five? Because I, I do love my specialty bars. Um, and so Usually when we do top five, it's like, Either politics or it's something else. <laughs> so let's do it. It's yeah, something different. It, it yeah. makes it uh, safer. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's do specialty bars. I don't think I know that many specialty bars. Yeah, I think you know more than all of us. But I mean, I was I was thinking this morning Mars bar, but then she's like, "Oh, that's just because uh, that's the newest one you've yeah. got." <laughs> um. <sighs> specialty bars. We could also do like our favorite strongman events too. There you go. Oh, That's you a go. good one too. Yeah. Um. Would we count a log as a specialty yeah. bar? Yeah. Log would be my log num- would be yours. Would be my number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Would you count a circus dumbbell? As yeah. A, yeah. I think that. Or just yeah. Let's just say yeah. Strongman equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Implement period. You know. Um. So yeah, going. That route, I would say that the, the Denny's, I'm 
I'm pretty excited about right now. You just now. say that because you're good at the Denny's. That's the only reason you're saying that. Otherwise, hey, that is the worst fucking if, event ever. If, if I was bad at it, then uh, then I probably wouldn't like it. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah. no shit. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just gonna list my top five, okay. and then we can go around and just yeah. list our top five. So my number one would have to be Log, then Circus Dumbbell, then it'd have to be Axel. Um, what else? Well, transformer bars, technically. Yeah. Especially. I love yep. the transformer bar. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, and then, oh, what would that be? Uh, I can't think of any more specialty bars. I think I listed all the ones I like. Now I'm just thinking of ones I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Camber um, bar. You know what, what bar I really don't like is like those bamboo bars, like the oh, super I love flexible those. ones. I hate those. Dude, but I'd love to try one out. But I'll put I'll put that as my. You fifth need one. to come over. Yeah, I've got Do three different. One? I got three different variations. Oh, yeah. So that, that's my top <laughs> five. I'll put the bamboo bar as my fifth one. Yeah, my least there you favorite. go. Yeah. So well, what's your top five? So I, even though she still says it's just because it's new, but <laughs> I I would still say the Mars bar. It is so comfortable. Okay. Um. I would say log second. Um, I do I do like the whether it's yeah bamboo bar or tsunami bar. Um, I like that for my accessory days or um, just uh, little muscles. Um, Cadillac bar is also another favorite. That's also a really good bar. I didn't think about that. I don't know. That's my fifth one. So it's uh, like neutral grip. So almost kind of like the log, but uh, Kabuki um, made an arch with it. And then um, how the handles are angled, it's very comfortable for um, people getting old like me and uh, my shoulders. When you have bad mobility. When you have bad everything. Yeah. You know what a football bar is? It's it's like that bar that has the three handles that you see in like the high school weight rooms. Uh Sure. You've, you've you'll seen it. you'll yeah. see it next time at Kabuki. They've got a big uh, they've got a big football bar there, um, so it's like that, but it has a, a curve to it for more range of motion. Um, a kamikaze, not Kabuki or kamikaze. Yeah. What's the what's the bar where like it's like right here that you grab when you squat? Oh, that's oh, like a transformer tra- bar. SSB, uh, yeah, SSB, transformer yeah. bar. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I would say four. I don't know where I'm at, but. Like four. Uh, I think you're at four. Okay, so five. I like the Titan or Elite FTS SSB for taking the handles off and doing JM press with it. Okay. Huh. I didn't even know that was a thing. It is an awesome thing. So do that with a little bit of chains. Thanks to Dave Tate. And uh, you get the, you know, max pump at the top for the lockout. And then it's a little bit easier on the elbows because you have a little bit less on the bottom with the chains. So, okay. Um, well, since you don't know bars, at all, I know a couple. Yeah. You want to list off bars, or you want to do events? I do events bars. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, I think I think Circus Dunville is the coolest in my opinion. That's a fun it's event. Cool. Uh, then probably log. I love uh, I love watching people do the bamboo, uh, bar. I hate the bamboo bar. It sucks. There was a guy in there squatting with like 500 pounds. 
right? I mean, the range of motion was like maybe that that much because he's a short guy, but it's like Griffin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like you, because you, you put the weights on like the bands, right? Yeah, and then it like wobbles the whole time. He's doing like five hundred pounds, and it looked terrible. I couldn't do it. It and is then, good for stabilizers, though. Yeah, big time. Yeah, and then probably uh, probably yoke. Oh yeah, yoke. Yeah. Uh, other than that, what is it called? Transformer bar. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. The transformer bar is cool. Having all the different. Having all the different settings and then yes. as comfortable as the padding and stuff is, I, I love it. Yeah. Um, have you ever used a Mars bar? No, I have not. You got to try it tomorrow. Yeah. John was talking about it a lot, and I really want to use it. Well, yeah, because he pulled an easy triple at like 510 on the box squat, which yeah. once again came out of nowhere. I, it's just incredible. Yeah, but. I felt good about my squats, and then he just pulled 510 out of nowhere, which was ridiculous. Out of no yeah. – so – one of the last times we probably squatted together, um, and we've done a little bit uh, for, like, accessory at the end for explosiveness. But yeah, the last time we did was kind of the first time uh, talking with him about breathing and bracing. Yeah. Because uh, he, he got folded. But <laughs> after that, but that was good, though. Yeah. Because then he had, you know, the light came on when we started talking about it, and I had him run some drills um, his lifts have just taken off after it. Yeah. Um, sorry. Number five for you. <laughs> Wait, what's your number five? Or did you say yeah, number I said five? The it was the transformer. transformer. Oh, transformer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Um, let's do events now because my events are different than what I listed for bars. Yeah. So events, I think it's going to be a different order, but my number one has to be circus dumbbell because I'm great at circus dumbbell. I love it. Yeah. And then yoke. Um, deadlifts. Uh, what's that one? Oh, fuck it. We'll just go log and stones. Yeah. I love stones. It's yeah. Stones. Definitely. 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 Number one. Yeah. Um, I like, I do like any, any moving event. So yoke and farmers, um, Car deadlift would be number three. Uh, I, I hate car deadlifts. That's uh, like that's one of my least favorite events. I, I do like I do like that. Um, four would probably be a truck pull, um, whether harness or hand <coughs> over hand towards you. Um, truck uh, harness would be above the other one. Yeah, um, and. Uh, yeah, even though I suck at it, I I do like circus dumbbell. So now we know the events of uh, Ugly Sweater twenty twenty four. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, now I know. Now I can start training well, for it. I was gonna say the the ones that are that I like sometimes don't always work out logistically, yeah. but uh, yeah, uh, I I definitely think uh, truck pull is my favorite event. That's a cool event. Oh, I like watching it. It's definitely the coolest. Um, then probably deadlift. Um, probably hmm, car deadlift is nice, too. Man, what's wrong with you guys? Um, <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> I, I think it's just cool visually to watch someone yes. deadlift a car. It is. Like cool, doing yeah. your uh, Challenger. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. It was fun. Heavy, but it, it looked cool. Yeah. Uh, then 
Probably like a sandbag toss. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. That's four, right? Um, yeah. Five would probably log. Log. Nice. Yeah. Log's fun. Uh, it, the only thing I don't like about log is it kind of hurts the knees a bit, you know? Oh, but, yeah. I've got between that and stones, I've got some pretty nice bruises on the knees right now. Yeah. I've been doing, um, well, along with like the cardio, that helps strengthen the knees a lot. Um, I've been <clears throat> I've been doing leg extension holds. Oh, um, I've been doing those for a couple months. Um, going into uh, what was that? Stag monsters. Oh yeah, because my knees were kind of bugging me when I was doing the deadlifts. Yeah, <sighs> but doing stag holds like holding it complete lockout and then holding it like a forty five degree angle and then holding it at the bottom before you set it down. I mean that gets rid that gets rid of my knee pain for like forty five minutes. That's, That's good. Thirty to forty five minutes. Do you ever use um? I think this is another Dave Tate thing. But do you ever use the reverse hyper, putting it on the back of the knee, and then just doing uh, slow, like, marching with it? No, I have not. That that also helps helps Doesn't? my knee, yeah. Yeah. I uh, Getting into strong, man, because of football. Football fucked my knees up quite a bit. Yeah. That's, that's another thing why I'm glad I'm not doing football anymore, because I guarantee I would have gotten injured. Um, but I had patellar tendonitis in my left knee. Oh, yeah. Um, which that, no, that was in my right knee because my left knee is the one that's bugging me now. Um, and that, that fucked me up for a couple months getting into it. That was, that was, I was doing PT going into your competition. That's, that's what I was doing. Um, but, uh, I mean, PT is so stupid. I hate it because they have you just do like these Basic, basic ass stuff, movements yeah. that don't it's really like, help at all. Get it off of YouTube. Yeah. Um, but once I started doing those leg extension holds, like my knee pain went away for months. Yeah. And then now that I'm starting to do more like log press and I mean, I, fuck dude, every day there's pressing and there's some sort of lower body yeah. for me right now. So it's fucking up my knees quite a bit, but being able to do those and, you Those use any, I mean, you never have a knee tracking problem watching you squat or deadlift, mm. but any, do you ever use any of the hip circle stuff, anything to warm up? Mm, not, not really. Much. I mean, I, I do basic stretches to warm up. I yeah. mean, um, just the ones that have worked, you know. Yeah. But I'm open to new stretches. So yeah. if you have a video or something you want to send me. Yeah. That. Yeah, I can definitely do that. I find it hard to find stretches that stretch out kind of like the knee. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like to try to feel that stretching. Um, I The sitting back on your heels. Yeah. That kind of stretches it, but. I like the, uh, it's more of ankles than anything, but the uh, bob that they have on West Side's thing, the little wedge thing. Oh, yeah. teeters back and forth. I absolutely love that because, I mean, that was kind of my biggest thing of, hitting depth and squats and everything like that, you know, ankles and everything didn't have the mobility. So been working on more of that since I've been lifting too long. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're like 55. I so. know. Pretty much dead. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's another cool thing is strongman is open to so many, like so many different categories of people, old people, young people, uh, Women, kids, even kids are doing yeah. some strongman stuff. You know, it's such a cool sport. Yeah, Zoe's uh, PR and Atlas stones uh, seventy five pounds. So that's Holy pretty shit. cool. That's <laughs> ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's cool seeing a uh, 
almost every competition I've done, there's been like masters athletes, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of cool to see that. I, I love that. So between that and then I'm very excited this year, um, about a quarter of the athletes that have registered are female athletes too. Which nice. Has been a ish. It's been hard to get more female athletes to compete in it. Um, but each year has been growing more and more. I believe uh, we've got 21 this year. So awesome. Yeah, which is oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that, that's cool to uh, see more women competing in the yeah. sport. You know, that that'll hopefully start to grow like the women world strongest woman and all that stuff, yeah. you know, because um, they always bring up like. This is kind of politics wise, but I always yeah. bring up the yeah. equal pay stuff. Yeah, and obviously we have our opinions on that, but yeah. you got to be realistic with that yeah. stuff. So bringing in more viewers to that, yep. that's gonna eventually start bringing up more pay for those women athletes. Yep. And so it's cool to see a bunch of women and new people to the sport yeah. get into the sport and bring you know their families, their friends to start watching, and then hopefully you know share that to their friends who want to get into the sport. You know, so. Yeah. I was hoping to have a pro female class. Um, mm-hmm. We just didn't have. I mean, it, that's hard. For, fortunately and unfortunately, it sold out so fast that there wasn't a chance. Um, I mean, I, I was talking with a few different people. Uh, we would have had um, the equal on the first, second, and third for both, um, just because I would like to have that portion grow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it. Once again, you know, fortunately and unfortunately that it's sold out so fast. Yeah. That, uh, but, yeah, we have a, a huge a huge amount of females competing this year and a lot of them in the open. I mean, and then, then you've got Cassie. She's going to be competing in the open and also doing our photography again, That's which insane. is nuts. But uh, – it's it's awesome. And she was she was last year. She was competing and doing photos, right? She competed, did photos, and won. <laughs> that's so that's so ridiculous. That's awesome. So, it is cool, man. She's she's very gifted. Um, I can't wait to see. Uh, she's been progressing so so fast. Um, I can't wait to see. She will be competing in nationals this year in Texas. Nice. Um, she's already hitting. I believe all the weights for nationals. I think she, besides the the continental clean and press, but she's at like ninety percent of it already. She'll she'll be there. Yeah. Um. She was really focused on the deadlift and that type of stuff. And um, for her, it's like four or five for reps and an eighteen inch. And um, not to spoil anything, but she'll she'll be doing fine. Nice. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Um. One thing I want to talk about, this is something that kind of pisses me off, right? <laughs> it's about, about strongman. And it's people making assumptions about something that's a long time away. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was talking to you about this last night. And, um, like, I'm not pissed off at the person. Like, people can say this, right? But talking about competition and talking about how, let's say, say we're five months out, right? And I'm training my ass off and everybody else is training their ass off. And they're, and somebody comes up to me and is like, how do you feel for the competition? I feel, I'm like, well, I think on the day it's going to be good. I mean, the events are good for me and all that stuff. And, and then they started to bring up like, well, this person, uh, it's also been training really hard. And, you know, I think they have a really good shot and this person and this person. And it's like, I don't really 
don't really want to talk about that right now because it kind of gets into your head a little bit. You know what I mean? So the the thing that I tell every single person because so I I'll get the opposite because I mean I don't know whether people don't care what I'm competing or whatever, but uh, I get the opposite. So I'm like, there'll be like, oh, you know, well, you think I got a chance in this? And I said, everybody's got a chance, yeah, because half the battle if not more, is showing up at 100%. Yes. It's showing up at all, for one. Showing up, you know, even to the level of your training uh, is two. And then, yeah, to actually be able to give 100 or 110% the day of and not having that mental block. Because the uh, same thing as I tell, tell everybody that's new to it and everything else, and obviously the ones that um, have been around for a long time, nobody cares about, it sounds bad. Nobody cares about what you're doing. No. They're so worried about themselves and how they look, and they don't want to look like an ass out there. You do you. You do it. And another, you know, a couple guys that I'm training up for OSM, I said, I want you to be so comfortable on your training and your mock meets. The ne- the time that you're competing for those events, all it is is another training day. Yeah. You know what you're going to be capable of. You go in and do that. If you get one more rep than you did in training, that's a win. If you do the amount that you did in training, that's a win. I mean, it it's just another day. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, yes, it's obviously always good to win, but uh, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I mean the 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 mental aspect of it. You need to clear all of that out. Um, it's a hard mental game. It really is. It is. But everybody else is thinking the same thing. Yeah. You know, what the more clear-headed you can be, especially going into a lot of rep events, a lot of medleys, you need to be, you know, it, it's more of a, a chess game. You know, you don't need to be worrying about what other people are doing besides if you want to do a one-up. So if I registered early and I was competing against you, all I want to do, you know, you're you're the second to last person going, I'm the last person to go. I mean, if you do seven reps and you're in the lead, all I'm going to do is eight reps. Yeah. I mean, that's the only time that I ever look at other people. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when when I was first competing, I was looking up everybody. I was looking at like what's this person doing, what this person, and it that ju- wasn't good for me. It'll stir you crazy when you go to a comp and you start sizing people up, mm-hmm. and because yeah. because I I know people that are 160 pounds that don't look like they lift at all, and they're ten times stronger than some guy that um, looks like he lifts every day for 20 hours a day. Yeah, you know, um, so the the sizing up, I would suggest. Not doing that um, because, yeah, that that'll just make you crazy. Yeah, I, I've seen that at competitions where you know people act like they're the shit. You know what I mean? Like this is their event, and yep. that's that's happened to me in the past. Where like somebody will be like, "Hell yeah, this this event, this is mine," and then they end up leaving the show. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah, you so. never you never know um, because yeah, somebody could be having a good day, somebody could be having a bad day. Yeah, you know, somebody could have. Uh, you know, hurt their hamstring, you know, that week or, you know, the week before. And mm. um, you, you never know when the person's coming into it, no. um, especially getting to the caliber that you are now um, because the weights are getting heavier. 
uh, more prone to injuries and stuff like that. You know, nobody ever wants to talk about that, but mm. that's the fact of the matter. I mean, the majority of people don't show up comp day at a hundred percent. No. Um, so watching them on Instagram, watching them on Facebook is almost irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Cause it's know, not going to matter on the day. It's not going to matter yeah. on the day. No. So I, long story short. Yeah. It's not, yeah, not worth it. It just make you, make you crazy. It's not like we're talking, I'm not talking shit about anybody. I yeah. Mean, no. I, I, it, it, somebody brought it up, said that to me. It made me think about that. I want to talk about that. No, and I, I understand. And, and I know you're not, you know, talking shit or anything, yeah. but it does come up a lot, especially when I'm starting to deal with, um, newer athletes and actually, mm-hmm. you know, once again, athletes that have been around for a long time, um, they're always like, well, you know, how do you think I'm going to do? And it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're gonna, you're going to show up, you're going to do all five events and mm-hmm. you're going to go home for the day and your house is still going to be there. Your family's going to still be there. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it, it's just a flash in the pan for most of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's a hobby for most of us. So, Yes, everybody wants to win, but I know it's just spinning in circles on this, but it, it it's a it's a touchy subject for me as well because yeah. a lot of people wor- so worry about what other people think and it's it's irrelevant, you know, yeah. or how other people's training are going and all this stuff. It's like I I could, you know, we were talking about um, adjusting Atlas stone weights. I can make a giant 22-inch that's normally 440 pounds. I can make it super, super light and make it look like, I'm doing 500 pounds on Instagram. Yeah. You know, but it's, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If that answers your question or thoughts or, yeah, it but, does, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's funny that, you know, that's a lot of people's concerns, which, you know, I mean, they want to do good, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just interesting to see how other people, um, deal with competition. You know what I mean? Um, some people get intimidated really easily and then start talking shit and yeah. all that stuff. Dealt with that recently. That's great. Yeah. Um, but that's besides the point. I mean, we're all we're all there trying to get better yep. ourselves. And um I mean, for the people who actually have a shot, their goal is to win, obviously. And on the day they might be dicks, but in real life you know that yeah, they're nice nice people and they're all just we're all in the same boat. So Yep. But, yeah, I have nothing else. I think that was yeah. very good. Um, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. This was this was awesome. This so was fun. You. Yeah, so, yeah, you're welcome on the podcast whenever. If you have, you know, another competition you go around, you want to promote it, feel free to come on here. Um, yeah, so for those of you guys who are thinking about getting into Strongman, do Strongman because it's very fun, or any sort of fitness, CrossFit, well, if you decide to, that's unfortunate, but <laughs> you can do CrossFit, um, powerlifting, any of that stuff. Just go and lift. Robert's starting to lift. He uh, just hit a 40-pound PR on his deadlift compared to last week. So and it looked easy. Yes, it very, looked, very easy. There is definitely more in the tank there. So. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you coming down. Appreciate um, you guys. Yeah, the podcasts are back. We will uh, be back. We don't know when. I don't think we're going to do a weekly podcast because that burns us out pretty fast. So we will see you when we see you. We appreciate you guys. Have an amazing rest of your week. Go lift, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you.